Boxer, you have Com Crusaders. Que hay, que hay. It's a Tuesday, and today we got an awesome guest. But before I introduce this powerball of energy, because if you think I'm intense, you ain't seen nothing yet, all right? So first up, let me introduce a fellow Crusader, which is going to help me on this, uh, because he fits this narrative perfectly. He is my comic crusader health nut. This is the crusader of health, if you will, on the team. Tries to put those tidbits. The one and only Lance Crusader. What's up, brother? How you doing? Glad to be here. This is going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be real cool because today we're talking to an amazing guest. He's a fat loss expert for entrepreneurs and, of course, you know, business builders. He's a world-class writer. He's a coach. He's doing his business. I mean, he's a number one best-selling author. You know what I mean? And he has an amazing training program as well to help you know, entrepreneurs, you know, and they join it to a better health. Who am I talking about? The one and only Nate Palmer. What's popping, brother? Hey, hey, hey. Yo, you didn't mention, though, that I'm a Lucio main on Overwatch also. So, like, I just wanted to oh, just, like, oh. throw that out there. Uh, he's a big boss, folks. But, uh, <laughs> watch out. Watch out. I don't know So, how are you doing today, Nate? Thanks for coming oh my on to the podcast. I'm so good. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I'm so pumped up to be here. I cannot wait to talk about some of this stuff. It's going to be really, really fun. No, it is going awesome. to be a lot of fun because one of the reasons I reached out is because I'm a comic book fan, right? And I know you say, hey, you know, I, I enjoy comics. Cool. But the reason I really want to talk about it because, you know, th- this is in my mind, right? We grew up idolizing these superheroes, right, for all their actions. And they, they're all heroic and, you know, and healthy and big and muscular, right? And in, and in this, all, all the things we idolize – about them, that's the one thing we, we maybe don't take out of it. It's like, hey, better health. Let's look like them too. I mean, some of us have done it, but I think the majority have not. And, you know, I want my fellow comic book fans and crusaders to stay healthy. So and my man over here is all about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Nate, where you hail from? And, and, and then let's get into, you know, why is health so important to you? Yeah, so I'm from, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, born and raised out here, lived in, um, lived in Seattle for about four years. Then uh, my wife and I traveled through South America for like for a full year. So just kind of landed back in Phoenix after in like 2016, been out here ever since. But, but man, like I'll tell you that my, my health and fitness journey, like it started a long, long time ago. And it was kind of born out of that, like that idea of like, like, I don't know if a lot of people experience it, but like that powerlessness. So like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story like, so I'm, I'm 11 years old. My mom just goes to, my mom leaves to go drop my sisters off at, at school. And all of a sudden I get a knock on the door. Someone knocks and I'm like, who is that? Like, no one should be coming over. And it's this dude I've never seen before. So I don't open the door. He comes around the back and my dog's like, what's up guy? And so doesn't like, doesn't stop him. Not a good guard dog, I guess. So, and I'm like, oh, it's a little bit, a little bit weird. But then I hear him psh, break the window and I was like, oh shit, that's not good. I'm 11. Okay. Oh, wow. And I graduated high school out like, Six foot four. I'm six four. I graduated high school six four, 155 pounds, like uh. <laughs> skinny, small. I'm a small guy. And so I'm just scared shitless here, right? So I grab a steak knife out of the, out of the, the kitchen. I go under my bed. I lock my door and I'm standing like I'm under my bed with a steak knife. Okay. And meanwhile, I hear the guy like walk down the hallway, it's like boom, boom, boom. And then he knocks on my door, just pounding on my door. I'm 11. I'm shitting my pants. And wow. I was just so scared in this moment. And like at that time, I don't think I even realized it or like kind of like could have said it out loud, but I was like, I'm never want to feel this way again. I never want to feel powerless. So like, what do I need to do? I need to put on like a big suit of like (laughs) a big meat suit of muscles. Yeah. I need to look like, like Thor. I need to Hulk out right now so that no one can hurt me like that ever again. 
And that's where it started for me. So 11 years, 11 years old. And I did a lot of wow. stupid stuff for like the next 10 years until I finally started figuring out how to like training and nutrition actually works. But what I realized from that is it wasn't necessarily like, like I didn't really get it from being like, I didn't want to be like a roided out, like beast. Like that didn't really yeah. do much for my value and my, like, like how I felt about myself. But the lessons I learned along the way about health, about consistency, about the importance of this and like how, how being in good shape and having a ton of energy just gives you this massive advantage everywhere else in life. Like that's what got, that's what like the, the powerlessness brought me in. But like the addiction now has kind of come from being like, man, this shit rules. Like this is awesome. And yeah. I want this for everyone else in my life. That, amazing. All right. So let me ask you here. People always say it, ask this question. Lance and I was just speaking about it prior. Is breakfast a very important meal of the day? What do you think, Lance? Uh, I even even when I was extremely active in a job sense, I would skip breakfast. Uh, I would wait till a first break or a lunch because for some reason, breakfast seemed to uh, uh, weigh me down a little bit. And I'm not a gigantic mm. eater. And and I think we're conditioned, you know. Sometimes we're, you know, you got to eat that three square a day. You got to unless you're really really exercising a lot. And yet even at my peak, I was eating five times a day, but sometimes I think, you know, your body's telling you when it needs to eat. So yeah. eat when your body tells you when it needs to eat. Man, so I'm on the fence. Moment. I'm like, no, vacation 50, 50. And stuff, yes. but at home in real life, no, I don't do, I don't do breakfast and I haven't done it. Heck. I mean, for decades. Wow. All right. <laughs> Nice. You've been you've been on that fasting train before we even we were even talking about it. Yeah. Oh, nice. See. See. Yeah. I've done so, the same. I don't eat breakfast, brother. I, I I don't. My breakfast is at lunchtime, if you will. Like in the yeah. morning, it's just you know water, maybe a cup of coffee. Yes, I know coffee. I shouldn't be doing coffee, but I, I I do it. I do it sugarless, though. I tell you that much. I don't like sugar. I don't do I don't do condiments. People look at me, give me ketchup, mustard, sugar. I'm like, no. I could smell the sugar in the coffee when my mother tries to trick me. She what thinks that it, it's, it's so bad. I I don't do hot sauce either. Hot sauce? No, I'm, I'm not going to judge you for that, but like it is. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Colorado, gotta, you know, it's, it's, it's green chili yeah. all the way here. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Lance oh, tells me every meal. Lance tells me I'm making a big boo boo. Lance tells me all the time you got to get into that chili, brother. It's good yeah. for you. Yeah, <laughs> the capsaicin kills cancer and some other stuff. But so, so here, kind of like my take on breakfast is this. So like for a long time, I was a big component of the intermittent fasting, the sixteen eight, don't eat until lunchtime. Um, and so I started working with entrepreneurs and people who were like out, like on the road, hustling, like just like at their computers, giving presentations, building out email sequences, all this stuff. And what I found is that like what would happen is they would, they wouldn't eat. They'd have a ton of energy. And then at lunchtime would hit and they would eat a big meal. And then the, the afternoon was just shop. Yep. They were just tired. You know, like, you know, like you eat that Thanksgiving meal and someone's like, let's go play pickup basketball. And you're like, no, right. I'm not doing that. I need to sit on this recliner for like four hours. I'm watching the Detroit lions lose at football. Like, <laughs> yep, like that's where, that's where you go. So what I started doing was having people eat breakfast, but in a specific way, because Lance, like you, exactly what you said, you eat the wrong breakfast. It weighs you down. It slows you down and you never can recover. It's like that time, you know, when like, you're like, you know, I don't need to set my alarm. I always wake up at the right time. And then you don't set your alarm and then you wake up 18 minutes late. And then you, then you like, you miss breakfast and you speed to the office and you're a little bit late and you're just never, your day never recovers. Right. Yeah. You're always like, until you get home. That's what the wrong <laughs> breakfast does for us. Right. You just nice. never, if you get off, off track, 
if you get out of whack, out of sync in the beginning of the day, you never recover. You never get it back. So what I really encourage people to do is eat the right breakfast. And I think for that, a lot of people need what's a high protein, high fat breakfast. And there are a couple of reasons why. Protein, that's all about recovery. It's all about rebuilding, right? So if you're, okay. if you're working out at all, which if you're not, start. You got to. <laughs> you, got, you got to do this. Please, really please. important. So you got to have the protein for recovery. And then the fat is awesome because fat's like a low impact fuel. So you're podcasting, you're typing, you're at work, but you want that mental acuity, that focus. Fat is a great thing to have in the morning because it helps your body burn your own stored fat for fuel. So it's like, if you're trying to burn out the battery on your cell phone, that was kind of a fun little light thing. (laughs) (laughs) And, but like, so like you're trying to burn fat, you're trying to burn out the battery on your cell phone, but you keep it plugged into the wall all the time. You're like, my battery's never going down because we're always feeding ourselves like the standard American diet, right? Carbohydrates, high sugar, like you exactly said, Al. And so what we need to do is we need to unplug. So now we can use our phone, burn through that battery. Now we eat that right, the right breakfast, burn through our fat stores, let those fuel us, not only physically, but mentally too, because that's what we need right now. Not a lot of us are like triathletes or like out, you know, digging ditches all day long for for work. So we need that mental focus, that mental acuity. So a light breakfast with proteins and fats is going to get you through the day, smooth energy all day long. And then lunchtime, another light, light meal. And then you have, you have a bigger meal at dinnertime. It really helps use that to like, recover, repair, rebuild, and shift your body. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but like shift your body with a bigger meal into that rest and digest state that like that slow down state when it's the right time for you, when it serves you, not at lunch because every, like everyone in the U S is saying, Hey, honey, nut Cheerios. That's a, that's a wholesome part of a complete breakfast. Okay. So (laughs) what I would say, like Lance, if you never, if you haven't done this in 10 years, just, just try it out. Give it two weeks or so. And see what your see what your thing is. Like, don't approach it like I'm doing a diet, but approach it like the scientist, right? Give it that like give it that like two weeks, and just be like, I'm I'm curious. How is this going to be for me? And uh, see what see what happens with your energy. See what happens with your mood. See what happens with your weight or your body fat. Like, just give it a couple different metrics to check, and just take that like that N one approach. That that that's that uh, that experiment of one. You know, right, right. And and I think you nailed something that a lot of people kind of shy away from. Is I mean, the word fat. When yeah. you say that, everybody recoils fat, fat. Yeah. But, you know, some fats have been have been given a bad rap. Totally. And people avoid it. And it's like, well, well, that's the kind of fats you need. You know, you need, you know, there are fats you need in your life versus we know which ones you don't need, you know, fast foods and what have you. Um, but I realized that the good fats worked great for me. You know, I didn't feel. Yeah. So, like, I'm not talking about, like, Doritos here, right? We're talking about like avocados or yes. egg yolks, oh, peanut yeah. butter, almond butter. So for me, like I'm, I get up and I kind of like get the kids going and I try to like get out the house pretty early. So I'm always making a protein shake. So I'll do a couple scoops of protein, get about 50 grams there. I put a, two tablespoons of peanut butter and like I'm out the door. And what I would love about a protein shake too is I'll just like, I'll add in things that I think are beneficial for me. So if I want like a little more energy, I'll put in some like matcha powder. If I want some more like blood flow and vascularity, I'll put in some like chaga mushrooms but it's some creatine if I'm going to be working out. Like you can kind of like tweak it to make it like really fit with your own personal needs and necessities for the day. So I'm a big fan of protein shakes. I just think they're just the simplest thing in the world. Well, how do you figure figure out all these ingredients that you're dropping here? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm like, yo, what's going on here? Uh, I feel like I'm in a world-class restaurant. It's popping. I mean, how do you figure out these ingredients? So, so it's really simple. You just need to take 12 years to just do as much research as possible on all of this, everything nutrition and fitness oriented. 
not even a big deal. Ten thousand hours each out the door. I'm just yeah. kidding, but like, <laughs> but like no, it's true. honestly, Al, I geek out on this stuff. I love this stuff. I love talking God. about it. And if you're, if like, if anyone wants it, um, what I would love to do is give your listeners like an opportunity. I have a, I have like a, a shake cheat sheet. So I talk about like, if you're gonna have a shake for breakfast, here's what it should look like. If you're gonna have a shake for lunch, here's what it should look like. Is it this dinner, right here? Is that the freight, the, the five day sugar detox? No, but how about this? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get it made up in the next, in the next hour or so, <laughs> and I'll get you the link for it. But it's, and then awesome. I have a bunch of ingredients and what the ingredients do for you awesome. from like cinnamon to like, I'll talk about nicotine, talk about salt, talk about like anything hey. you want to. So I got, I got that resource. Let me just get it, get it to your people. Wonderful. Send that on over. We need that. Go ahead. Yeah, Alex. that's cool. I was going to say, you know, let's, let's rewind back to 11 <laughs> years old. Um, and, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, that experience of not, not you know, uh, wanting to feel weak. Um, well, even going back, um, obviously, you know, we're all different ages. Like if I go back to my 10, 11 years old, it, it was a different time of uh, Lou Ferrigno, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, John oh, yeah. Elway. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Michael Jordan. It was a different realm of, of physical fitness, my generation. And yeah. Anytime you can turn on even the TV set, you're going to see something that's going to influence you to say, I want to try to be healthier. Um, um, <laughs> how do you think that's changed gen- generationally? Because uh, we were out there. We wanted to be these, these athletes, these star athletes, even if it didn't matter what size you were, didn't matter how tall, short you were, right. asthmatic, allergies, <laughs> you're out there trying. Truth. What about today? What about how, – how do you equate that gener- – the, the difference in a generational upbringing aside from diet influence? Where do you think it lies anymore? I, this is a great question. And that's something that's – I love to talk about this sort of thing because it's, <laughs> it is like weird how things change generationally and like what's old is new again. So yeah. like, yeah, when we were growing up, like I, I wanted to be Schwarzenegger. I saw Schwarzenegger in The Predator. I was like, you think that guy would have let someone walk into his house? No. <laughs> Come on, yep. Bennett. What's the matter? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and turn and look into my eyes and see what goes on in there. Don't deprive yourself yeah. of some pleasure. <laughs> no, that's what is, that is taking it to the limit every single time. So like, that's, that's what I wanted to do. I want to be the Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. Like these guys were like just monsters. Right. Yeah. But then oh, we've yeah. seen kind of like Hollywood. Like, and I really think the big shift started at, at fight club. And I'll tell you why it's because like every guy saw Brad Pitt in fight club, lean back being like, First rule of Fight Club: Don't talk about Fight Club. You know, and he looks yeah. shredded, right? Dude is dude's one hundred and forty five, yep. one hundred and fifty pounds. He is little. He's really small. He looks amazing, right? No, like no discredit to to Brad yeah, Pitt. Absolutely. Right. But uh, <laughs> but but like we've kind of now entered into this phase of like the Ryan Reynolds, the the like, the the Brad Pitts, like the Edward from Twilight's. You know, like these guys who are smaller framed, more cut. And they don't have kind of like the big, bulky, like bodybuilder muscles that we With the exception of The Rock. With the exception of The Rock, because that guy's a beast. (laughs) Yeah. A little different, yeah. (laughs) He's a monster. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and dude, his Instagram is so awesome. I just love, like, A, he's so positive. And B, he's all about that grind, too. He's up at 4 a.m. every day, just getting after it. Like, that's the kind of role model we need right now, you know? Yes. Agreed. A hundred. A hundred. So, and then one thing I've even noticed, Lance, is like, so I've been, I was started as a personal trainer in 2009. And what I heard so many times from women was, I'd be like, all right, we're going to do some weight training. They're like, hold up. I do not want to get too big. And I was like, okay, Linda, I've been trying to get too big for a decade. It's really not working for me. You know, like. I don't want to play piano. I want to be a concert pianist. You know, that's not, sorry, that's not going to happen. Like 
I, you know, I'm not going to try to drive. I don't really want to turn into Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> not happening. You got to put some effort into that. Absolutely. But, so that was, that was happening in 2009, 2010. I heard a lot of that. Then CrossFit really exploded. And then we started seeing a lot more women in like hitting, hitting the fitness scene being like, I want to lift oh, weights. Yeah. I want to look like these athletes. And now what we're kind of seeing is the come down from CrossFit where I'm talking to a lot of guys now and they're like, well, hold on. I don't want to get too big. I'm like, that's not going to be a problem for you. You're not going to wake up too big, man. So, <laughs> but I feel like the, like the generationally or like just kind of on trend is like, we are now trending towards this like super lean cut physique. And then, and like the, the big muscles are no longer as idolized or as like pursued. Yeah. Like when I talk to most people, their goal is always fat loss. It's never building, building muscle. So, oh man, let me tell you, shifted. What, what's more realistic though, gaining some muscle or trying to get that absolute shred? That, that is a, that's a really good question. So I feel like to get the absolute shred, to look like Brad Pitt in fight club, it requires a lot of sacrifice. You have to, you have to work your ass off for that. You have to really yeah. put an effort. You have to not be, you have to be hungry a lot. Like, so maybe that's, maybe that's in the cards for you. Maybe you'll, you'll see that and go on a beach vacation, something like that. And you can do it for a little bit. But realistically, what's, what's more realistic for most people is having like, you know, a two pack or a four pack and then building a little bit of muscle. You're yeah. going to feel really good. You're going to look great in your clothes and outside of your clothes. You're going to look great at the beach. You're going to be confident with like in the boardroom and also in the bedroom. I think like that's the realistic thing. Yes. You know, like a lot, this guy came to me the other day and he was like, Oh my God, did you see, uh, did you see boss level with Frank Grillo? I want to look exactly like that guy. And I was like, <laughs> I did see that. That's not your body. You'll yeah, never right. look like Frank Grillo, no matter what happens, because Frank Grillo barely even looks like Frank Grillo. Like, <laughs> hey, right, you know, like you are just like, I mean, he's like, he's like in his hair and everything. I'm like, I can't help you with your hair. Like, right. like, <laughs> so like, I think the, like the, one of the, the lies that we get told is that like, Oh, look like Ryan Reynolds in six easy steps. And like one of oh, them is right. having that smoldering expression, you know, Too funny. but, but it's really like, how can you look like the best version of Almega? How can you look like the best version of Lance Lucero? Like, cause you, we all look, we all look a little bit different. Our bodies, our genetics, we blame our parents oh, yeah. for stuff. You know, we hold our fat in different places. So how can you do the best by you and look like the sickest, most absolutely like healthiest, leanest, meanest version of yourself? That was me in my mid twenties, brother. Oh my God. We went to South Beach with wifey. And let me tell you, I was working out hard then. I would, but I love the lean muscle cause in my workouts, then what I would do if, okay, let's say if I, have, I, I, I could do, you know, 80 on arm curls, but instead of doing the 80, I'm cutting it in half and doing double reps. So it'll be 20 or 40 as opposed, you know, I'm working on those lean fibers and whatnot. So I had or nice cuts. Yeah, exactly. Slow way down. And, I, and it was working. I was looking good. I was like, my, my, my wife touched my phone. I was like, damn, baby, that's going feel hard. I was looking like Popeye and shit, you know? Throw the picture up. Um, and, and, uh, Let's see that selfie picture, Alex. Uh, uh, no, wifey, wifey has not ever allowed that picture because one day she did post it, you know, at that time <laughs> uh, uh, back in the day, and and she had a friend say, "You should take that picture down." I'm like, you know what, you know, for real. I'm like, what? And like, it's, it's time I'm, displacement. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> yo, Al, if you're trying to if you're trying to to throw up a link for your OnlyFans right now, like I'm yeah, uh, <laughs> coming soon, maybe. <laughs> you know, I need the money, kiddo. You know, <laughs> hell yeah. So, all right. I, you know, there's something for me. Definitely. I want to know. Right. Because when I've gone to convention, that's those are long hours. Those are four day shows. I'm walking around and I'm networking. And I mean, I'm not eating as well as I should. So 
being that busy, how can I create that on-demand type of energy that I need to give me that oomph and boost to keep going? Yeah, that's a great question because if you're at a convention, you're talking, you're networking, like you're having conversations and you got to bring your A game, right? No one's going to want to be like, like, you're like, hey, hey, how's it going? Like, yeah, I'm out. Like, that's not A, that's not who you are. That's not me. <laughs> who wants to talk to that person? Right. I don't. I want to talk to someone who's pumped up. I want to talk to someone who's uplifting, who's upbeat, who's got great energy. Like, that's, those are the type of people like that are just magnetic, right? Magnetic yeah. personalities that we want Absolutely. to be around. That's the life of the party. When Al walks in, we're like, oh, my guy, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, like walking in, yeah. like, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, one thing that I think is really important to remember here is that if you want to get more done, you got to eat less. If you want to okay. get more done, you got to eat less. And the reason for that is that when you eat less, your body is not having to constantly digest food. And digesting food, we don't realize this, but it's a, it's an, uh, it, it burns energy. So we start pulling, like if, you, if I eat a big meal, if I ate a big meal before this, which yeah. I didn't and I wouldn't because <laughs> let's go, um, is it's going to pull blood from my extremities. It's going to pull blood from my brain to my gut. And it's going to put okay. us into a slightly, so like there's two sides, right? There's like, there's a sympathetic nervous system dominance. That's like, like the end range over here. That's fight or flight over okay. here. Parasympathetic nervous system dominance. That's rest and digest. Okay? okay. And it's a spectrum, right? Over here is like, there's a saber tooth tiger just under the bushes and we got to like run really fast. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then, but like right here, it's like, we're up, we're on, you know, like if this is the center right now, I'm kind of right in this, I'm in this zone, right? I feel good. Okay. I feel focused. I feel like I'm like, we can like, we have a great conversation. So you want to be right in here. And when you eat, when you have a big meal, especially it shifts you over to the other side. It shifts you to the parasympathetic nervous system dominance. Because if your body's like, all right, great. Saber tooth tiger is not, we're not worried about it. You know, we can eat that woolly mammoth right now. Just sit down with your friend Grog, roast a little bit by the fire, you know, have some like, you know, wine out of a bathtub, like whatever it is. Like, it's just like, it's just chilled out mode, right? So when you're eating more, you can do less. So first thing is just eat less. Second thing is make sure that you have the right, like the right type of energy. So kind of talking about the breakfast we did before, like if yeah. you're, if you need energy all day, my number one breakfast, and this is going to sound crazy, Al, especially since you don't eat hot sauce. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm a weird <laughs> Latino. I'm, I'm very unique in my community, apparently. <laughs> Lance, that was a, that was a epic level uh, eyeball yeah. I, I, we're I, I work on that. and i've been i send salsa recipes uh, you know behind to all the guys behind the scenes green yeah. chili recipes oh yeah it's like come on guys he's <laughs> boss on that though I if he doesn't if he doesn't appreciate that though let's go i got some good stuff, <laughs> yeah. stuff. um so but, the my favorite breakfast though like like this is, i love this for like skiing snowboarding or like before a convention before a, before a presentation something like that okay chicken thighs and a quarter cup of almonds, like two chicken thighs and a quarter cup of almonds. Chicken thighs are great. It's dark meats. You're already getting proteins and fats, almonds, super healthy fats. So you're going to, you're getting a great meal of proteins and and fats, no carbohydrates at all. Dude, the energy you have all day long is amazing. And like, it sounds crazy, but do not knock it till you try it. And like, okay, chicken thighs are good, but like you could also do steak. You could do goat, you could do pork, you could do whatever. And as long as it's like a meat and kind of a nut breakfast, it's it's really? lights out for energy. Yeah. Is there a limit on almonds that you could eat? Because somebody was telling me once, you, you know, like you shouldn't eat no more than about eleven of them. I'm like, what do you mean? And I, I don't I don't count them because I'm a trainer. I can only count to eight. So <laughs> yeah. anything above eight's cardio. I'm not going right, to try. I'm not right, doing that. Right, right. 
too funny. Um, too funny. So I like I'll I just do it kind of off of like how many grams of fat I want in the morning. In general, that's okay. basically between a quarter and a half a cup. Okay. When one yeah. thing that I'm I'm seeing too is that you know um, you know diet diet is 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 a lifestyle, um, and it's also it's taught because I didn't grow up eating a lot of carbo carbohydrates. Bread wasn't in the house. We had beans. We had chili. You know, we didn't eat a lot of red meat. So I noticed that that uh, a couple a couple years ago we discovered Omaha steaks, which is delicious. I mean, it's <laughs> we have an outlet just a couple miles away, and. I was not a big red meat eater. And then even though I was working out and, and doing cardio, I was I was eating red meat in a copious amount that I, I had never done before because I liked the taste of it. I was grilling it. I was doing everything. Um, I didn't feel bad. And then I went hmm. to the doctor, my annual checkup, and I'm getting older, and they're checking my you know cholesterol and everything. And my doctor was like, dude, you're like, you're 40 points higher than you've ever been in your life, according to your records. What are you doing? Your weight is fine. You know, I'm like, well, you know, now and then I drink a Starbucks. Uh, do you have, do you have more than ten drinks? You know, in a week? Uh, well, maybe. You know, kind of. <laughs> you, uh, red meat. I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, you're not red meat. You're fish. You're chicken. And I'm like, okay, you know. And then, even though we have this account for Omaha Steaks and we get all the discounts, I was like. I told my girl about it, and she's like, okay, we're not doing it anymore. And I'm like, well, you know, should we cut it all out? Should we wean off? She's like, now nah, you'll be okay. And what we did is we went back to game meats, which I grew up with, elk, venison. And venison, okay. I've never had venison. It's, it's delicious stuff. And, 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 and even at my peak of lifting weights, I was eating elk, and that's the most, I, that's the most bulk I ever put on in my life. Hmm. Uh, but I noticed, actually, you know, I did notice a difference when I got off the red meat. Psychologically, I felt a little more alert. Uh, I felt I felt a little lighter on my feet, and it was it was it was a minor difference. But I didn't need, you know, some doctors push drugs. We'll give you this medicine and that medicine to lower your cholesterol. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And then I went back, and they're like, oh wow, you dropped this thirty points. You know, I said I just cut out the red meat. I, nice. uh, I'm not bashing it, but our bodies work different. Everybody's body works different. And the reason why I'm, my, my point is you turn on the television set, the commercial pops up. It's meat. It's meat. It's food. It's pizza. It's everything on the planet. Just you're being, you're being conditioned. It's, it's they live, go by, eat, consume. So how do you, how do you battle that? And is that worked into any kind of program just to say, don't buy into programming because it's it's harder to unwash a brain than wash it so 100%. how do you how do you in your program say look man don't believe the hype i get it you're getting bombarded with everything pizza's great but you don't need to have it every night um how do you work that into those workout routines yeah great question and i just want to say like super proud of you for dropping that dropping that cholesterol naturally sure. without having to go on drugs right cholesterol's cholesterol is fake it's a paper tiger um, cholesterol is a is a symptom of something more insidious going on. So when we, we take statins to drop our cholesterol, it eliminates it on the surface. But if we don't take those steps to eliminate some of the, the saturated fats, like you were talking about the red meat, but to eliminate some of those processed carbohydrates, the pizza, the cheeses, the the breads, like the, you're you're never going to fix the underlying health issue. It's the it, cholesterol is okay. the canary in the coal mine, right? Right. It doesn't 
like, like fixing your cholesterol is not going to do a whole lot for you. The way that your cholesterol even works is like, so when we eat carbohydrates, it goes and it gets stored as glucose and we can store it in our muscles and we can store it in our liver. Our liver can hold about a hundred grams. Okay. Our muscles can hold about 10 grams per pound. Okay. So the more muscle you gain, the more carbohydrates you can eat. So that's take that, take that home. So uh-huh. when you, when you uh-huh. have, when you overeat in carbohydrates, your liver starts taking them apart and turning them into um, long chain fatty acids or um, uh, like, or a cholesterol okay. and it starts sending it out into your bloodstream. And so if your bloodstream is sticky because it has a lot of sugar in it, it'll start taking that cholesterol and just slapping it onto your veins and arteries and building up that plaque, that athero- atherosclerosis, which is, I barely wow. can pronounce that word. <laughs> so, so like by taking control and rather than doing like a statin, like a, doing a pharmaceutical by actually taking care with, with your diet, like you are so far ahead of the game with Lance. So really good yeah. job on that. The second thing is like, how do you, t- how do you exist and thrive in a world that wants you to be mediocre, to be overweight, to be in debt? So like my program is all about helping people create a framework around food. So I'm not going to like, at first I'm going to give people exactly what they need. Here's a meal plan. It's training wheels. Here's a meal plan. Eat, eat this. And now eat this. And now eat this. And then we pull the training wheels away. We go, okay, eat this type of food, eat this type of food, have something that you like within these parameters. And so we start building out their own competency and their own ability to understand nutrition. So when I go, Hey, how many calories in a gram of, in a bread? They go, it's 120 calories, 26 grams of carbs. They're like, how did I know that? You know? And so, so like I'm trying to teach the framework, but at the same time, I do a lot of accountability. Um, I, love, I love just texting my clients. So I'll tell, I'll just, I'm just going to read you a text that I sent up this morning. I said, yo, Jared, the society, the FDA, and your Aunt Gertrude want you to stay weak and soft. That's why they push sweets and processed shit on us. Don't let people who would benefit from your mediocrity and passivity dictate your habits, diet, and lifestyle. Being, being fit and healthy is an act of rebellion. Then I said, love you. You know, that's, that's a great answer because it's, it's one thing that I do see in a sense lacking in a lot of pro health things. It's like, well, um, you got to fight that conditioning and it, I'm just amazed anywhere where it's at. And it didn't help with the pandemic seeing, seeing humanity at its awesome, most awesome in a grocery store throwing every bit of frozen pizza they can in a grocery cart because, you know, if the end of the world comes, at least I have my pizza that's frozen and my Haagen-Dazs ice cream. You know, I was horrified walking around going, are you, it was a comedy bit to me. I'm like, this can't be real. Is this really happening? Going down the aisles and seeing the entire refrigeration section of pizza and ice cream emptied. Wow. And I'm like, hey, this is Colorado. This is not really common. Then I go to get my sardines and even the sardines are gone. I'm like, since when does anybody eat sardines? <laughs> when Lance wants them, that's yeah, what I like, I get these at 59 cents and now they're a dollar ten. I'm like, I would get these for the fish oils all the time, you know? And then I'm like, now somebody decides they need to eat them all. You know, I mean, it was a weird duality, but w- what I had seen mostly was just the horridness of the conditioning of people and maybe just even the uh, you know, the hunter-gatherer sense of what we are is gone, you know. Um, people will now look at the label of how fast they can cook something versus oh, what's yeah. in it. Even though they want this over here, that's better. That may take five minutes to defrost. They want the three-minute one. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> why, why have three minutes when I can have 60 seconds, you know? 
Yes, I mean, so to battle those things is kind of what, you know, I always try to do around me with a lot of people, even when I bring food. It's like, no, this is, sometimes your food is your art. Here's my art. Yeah, and, and also like like we can't separate food from celebration, right? Any any trainer who's like, yep. hey, like it's just it's food is just fuel. Like you're you're missing you're missing a point. Like my mother in law, she shares love by giving me food, by feeding me, by cooking for yeah. me. And if I was like, no thanks, Tammy, I don't want that right now. Like that hurt her feelings, right? So I don't eat bean dip all the time, but when Mimi comes over, I'm gonna have some of her bean dip. Like we're gonna <laughs> break bread together, you know? Absolutely. But on the on the flip side of that, when I have something, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it. I'm not going to eat something mindlessly. If I'm having yeah. cake, you better believe that I've been thinking about that cake for about a week. And I've been <laughs> like, and it's not just someone who's like, hey, you want this stale piece of birthday cake? No, thanks. Miss me with that shit. I don't want yeah. that. But like, if I'm like, you know what I want? You know what I want next week? I want this specific type of ice cream. I want this type of thing. Like, I'm going to go have those things. I want a Cinnabon. I don't give a shit. I'm going to make a plan to do it and I'm going to enjoy it so much. But then all the other times, like, try to be as stoic, as savage as possible and be like, people are like, hey, you want to have this half a donut? Get that out of my face. And, like, yeah. sometimes it honestly takes that kind of, like, like putting that, like, aggressiveness in your own head about food because yeah. it's so easy to become just like, oh, I'll just have, like, I'll just have one, you know, like, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just have a couple Doritos. And until you go, no, I don't eat that. Like, it's hard to break the cycle. It's hard to go just, like, like you have to either go cold turkey because it's really hard to be like, oh, I'll just have two. No, no food. Food scientists, guys, like they make millions of dollars by making food that's hyper palatable, which means that like think about a McDonald's burger, right? Yeah. You eat that thing in three bites and it doesn't even – you don't even chew it. It's so soft. It just goes down easy. And that's yeah. on purpose. That's on purpose because who eats a fry like this? One fry? Yeah. We do this, and you know, like, you're like stuffing it into your mouth. You've seen how many fries you can how get many? Could, how many? How many? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's and, and that's that's a that's a food scientist trick. They put that enough, the right amounts of sugar, fat, and salt on those things to make them craveable. We can't help ourselves. We are being manipulated by our environment, agreed, by the people man. around us who are who are going to benefit from us eating more of those foods. So oh, we yeah. have to be savage, and we have to be rebellious in order to get away from those sorts of things. Because that, if we just let the let stuff exist and we just like go with the flow, yeah. then we are going to end up average, mediocre. And that's not that's, what we're not. And I don't want right. to be that. I don't want to be that at all, man. And let me tell you, it's kind of hard then in, in my sense, because being Latino, you know, food, food, food is everywhere, man. I'll coach. I mean, you walk into the house, it, you know, it's not a small plate. They don't give you healthy portions, my friend. They give you mountains of food and expect you to eat it all. Like, oh my, like, get, just start unbuckling from the moment you start putting that first spoon in your mouth. You feel me? And if, I mean, and if you don't, do you, though, do the chancla comes out, right? Oh my, oh, yeah, listen, yes. that, that chancla is really, it, it's tough, man. I, I have many memories. Uh, uh, listen, that's what I always say. If my mother pitched for the Mets, even though I'm a Yankee fan, but the Mets probably would have been a better team with her as a pitcher. You know, instead of baseball, it's chancla ball. You know, yes. let's see what happens over here. All right. <laughs> So I have another question for you here. So um, in regards to like a, a, a sugar detox, critical. A lot of us, you know, are gamers that watch the program, you know, comic book readers. And again, those fast eaters are the convention where, you know, like Lance said, not a patience to wait for something to get cooked and have the quick fix, maybe a bag of chips. It's like, how can we really combat that? Detox. I mean, Lance says, okay. Oh. So what's that first sign uh, uh, that we need a sugar detox? 
Yeah, this is a good question. I think this really relates to what we've been talking about with, with breakfast and being rebellious is that like, if you start feeling like you are always hungry, 1030 comes around, you're like, man, I'm hungry for something. I could get something, something sweet. After lunch, 2.30, you're like, I could have a little something, just something to take the edge off. After dinner, you're like, you're in the fridge. You know, you're in the fridge like four times and each time you're like lowering your standards <laughs> until you're like, oh, I guess I'll just have a piece of cheese and like some mustard on it. Like, oh, man. you know, like every time you go, the hey, get, standards get a little lower. Yeah. So when you feel like those hunger pangs coming on, when you feel like I could have, I'm just have a little, that's, that means your body is deconditioned. It doesn't understand when you're full, okay. right? So we have bacteria in our gut, right? And it's good for us. That's like, it's part of our gut health or microbiome. You've heard that word before maybe. Okay. Um, but basically um, there's good bacteria and there's, and there's unhealthy bacteria. And the unhealthy bacteria is fed by, you got it, sugar. So okay. the more sugar we eat, the more this bacteria grows and grows. And the craziest thing about this is that that bacteria can actually literally has a direct line to your brain where it hits up. It's like, well, yo, can we get a little bit more sugar down here? We're kind of, the boys are kind of hungry. Got so it. It, be- it becomes the White House in that area, you know, right. with the red buzzer. Give me some snacks now, boy. Yeah, hits the button, like, send it. So, <laughs> so like, what starts happening is we stop being a condition to understand if we're actually hungry, and we start listening to the whims of the bacteria that's fed off of sugar. So that's where this is coming from. So if you're feeling that, if you feel low energy, if you feel like you have these, like, weird energy, like, swings through the day, you need a sugar detox. And the sugar detox, something I want to give to your audience if they want to jump into it. It's a five-day program. It's free. You should get, you should get after it. But basically what we're going to do is we're going to do day one. So easy, y'all. I'm just going to tell you what it is. Day one, you got to wake up. You have a little bit of lemon juice in your water in the morning, and you have a little bit of apple cider vinegar. Help oh, you digestion. Oh. Help you with insulin. Okay? That's that all so, you do day one. That, that, that vinegar is tough, though. Uh, my, my wife, what, the one, the mama, whatever? Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the mother. Oh, Mother, oh my God, yo, Jesus Christ! It made me take a, a cupful of it. I was going to die the oh, first time I tried. No, you know, hey, I mean, like a, a shot glass. She gave me a shot glass where, like, messing with me. It was on a dare. I'm thinking all out macho. Let me tell you, man, that my eyes were gonna pop out my head. I was gonna, I was gagging. I thought I was gonna die. It's like spicy sh- shoes. It's like, Ugh. oh God, it's got a yes. funk to it, though. So what I always do is I, I always recommend everyone have 32 ounces of water in the morning. So first, first glass. Water, lemon, apple cider vinegar. Second glass, just water. Wash it down. Get rid of it. Okay? That's all you do day one. But just mix it. Mix it, though. Just mix everything up. Yeah, I just put it in. Don't overthink it. Easy. Day two, all we do is is we're adding – I'm thinking of it as a physical detox. Three 10-minute things that you can do so easily anywhere in your house, anywhere in the world after your meals. Okay? Super easy. Day three, I'm going to give you access to what I call my healing salad. It's, it has a tons of vitamins, minerals, nutrients, phyto, phytonutrients, different things that are just going to help your body get into a place where it's feeding the right bacteria. And then day four is the magic. Day four is when the magic happens. And I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is, but it's when if you spend, if you do this sugar detox and you go hard on day four, you're going to wake up on day five and feel completely different. Okay. Is that enough of a hook? <laughs> and it makes me think too. It makes me think like, like right now. Yeah. As far as sugar goes, you know, what's in your house? Like, what's in your house right now, sugar wise? Fruit. I can't, so I have like, I, like, I, you know, I talk about being rebellious, about being a savage and stuff like that. But, like, honestly, if there were brownies in my house right now, I would eat them. Um, I just, it's hard, it's hard not to. So I yeah. don't bring it home. Right. I don't bring it home. You, you can't be here. It. Don't bring it here. I mean, I think we have bark fins. That's it. And dehydrated wow, strawberries. You know what I mean? It's like, don't put it in your house. You're not going to eat it. 
And that's been the best diet tip of all time. Right. And that's how we grew up. <laughs> you know, you don't need cookies. You don't need candy. And we didn't have it. So I didn't need it. That's funny, though. My daughter's a college student. And, you know, she gets the snacks because she's up late doing homework. But now she's on this vegan thing. Oh, my God. I mean, in, in, intense. I mean, it's good, I guess, health-wise. But, yeah, I'm like, all right, my choices have now been so limited. Because <laughs> I'm not vegan, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on the fence with that one. But, but, but I don't eat the snacks, though. I don't eat the snacks. There's snacks there, and I could actually ignore them. You know what I mean? I, I, I get a glass of water or anything. You know what I mean? Or, you know what, uh, maybe, you know what, get a slice of bread, fold it in half with some peanut butter, just straight up peanut butter. You know, the, the good yeah, jiffy yeah, protein yeah. one that they got, which is really good. Right, right. You know, and it, that's and how I snack. And like, I don't, I don't snack. I've never been a snacker. I mean, I have, I come from a big family and there were some snackers that were bad influences. You know, I, you know, I had a sibling that just, she could never eat alone. Let's eat, let's eat. Let's, let's, let's have some candy. <laughs> let's go to shop and go and get a candy. No, I don't want to. All right, I'll go. You know, I mean, it's once again, the whole, you have to be able to push things away. You have to be able to say, no. Draw that line in the sand and say, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And if you think I'm weird, you know, it's like anything. Are you going to jump off a bridge because everybody else does? No, I'm not going to eat that Big Mac because I don't like it. And even though we're hanging out, I'm not eating that Big Mac. You know, I'm not doing it. Um, the conditioning. But once again, generationally, like you said, we grew up with that. And, I, you know, I was looking at the health magazines. And although I knew I could never be a Ferrigno or an Arnold Schwarzenegger, there's no harm in trying. <laughs> like I said, you can still be the best version of Lance. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like even even every day, like I spend not being Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'd still a little better than yesterday. Just a little bit more. I pushed myself one more step, made one more good choice, and that shit adds up. It does. Uh-huh. It, it does, and it helps out in the long run. You know, um, and it can't stop. I have to encourage my parents. You know, you know, you got to keep exercising. You got to eat right. Just, I'm, I'm always after them. Um, and I, but I'm just that guy. It's just like, I, I like people, you know, you meet good people. You want them to be around. You want to, you, you want to enjoy. Uh, and you don't want to be mediocre. You don't want to be brought down. No, yeah. absolute refusal. This, this triangle we got here, no bringing down. No way. Yep. Yep. Babe. That's, that's what it does. And Nate, I have a question for you, just, you know, from your creative side, man, cause you're a bestselling author, man. How did you feel when you got that mantle? Like, yo, my book is on a top bestselling list. I mean, how was that for you? I'll just, I'll just hold it up right now. Yeah. Oh, epa. So, so, that, so, wait, wait, so that baby off, man. There you go. Ooh, okay. Million dollar body method. You can get it on Amazon right now. You can, uh, it's, it's free on Kindle unlimited. It's 15 bucks for the, for the hard copy. But it's basically like it'll walk you through exactly what we talked about today, like in terms of what to eat for breakfast. I, and this I cover what I call my seven daily investments. So like if you want to have vibrant health and fantastic energy, do these seven things every single day. And I'll tell you right now, three of them are breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So really it's only four things. So, and then so but like a really good question about that. And like not a, not a lot of people would ask me this, but um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Enneagram at all. You heard of this? No, I haven't. No. It's like a... It's like a pro personality profile test. And so okay. I, I'm, I identify as like a three. So like a, a, an achiever is what they would call okay. it. So I'm all about like, what are my goals? How do I hit them? What are my next step? How do I hit them? But it was really funny because I finished the book. I got it in the mail and then I launched it on Amazon. And like three days later, I was like, I hit it bestseller. You know, you sell wow. them a certain amount and you hit the bestseller. And yeah. my wife got her second master's degree that same exact day. And so we're both sitting here with these like, 
like pretty cool achievements in our lives. Oh, yeah. We're both like, you, what, so what do you want? What do you want to do tonight? You want to watch Netflix or, <laughs> and like, and we just had such a hard time, like celebrating it. So yeah. that's something I've been trying to work on a little bit more is slowing down and like, and enjoying those victories and stuff because yeah, like, man, you I had a ton of fun writing this book and it was such a labor of love to like, you know, like, I like I designed the the logo and all the things like I oh, and it looks like, great. Yeah, man. I hear this guy's fun. like a muscly guy on a dollar bill, and like, <laughs> I just, like I'm really proud of it. I, I had a lot of research that I did for it. I my I'm like most proud of my um my uh, uh bibliography yeah. in the back of the book. But That's it's nice. it was hard for me to like be like very good job. It was it was more like well okay what's next? What are you gonna do next? What podcast are you gonna put up? Great. That's the way we should be, man. Keep the energy going. But, yeah. but always take that moment, though, to celebrate. Because, like, you know, there's another award winner here, Mr. Lance Lucero, award-winning indie filmmaker, you know, that got stuff on the independent circuit, you know, and, and we celebrate him. And he knows, like, yeah, celebrate myself. He does his share. They like, look at me. Look at my stuff. Yeah, my wins. I love it. You know, because, yeah, man, you got to celebrate yourself. You guys work hard for, for what you got and how, how you're moving. And, 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 Nate, I mean, you're offering – coaching and helping business owners and entrepreneurs improve their their life their health i mean what what a greater cause than that you know that's amazing so what what if folks did want to kind of work with you i mean typically you know how can they get in contact with you but even, even before that it's like how, what's the term of, of the uh, of the training is it like a set a set training can it be even more long term if yeah. need be so like the easiest thing you can do is grab a copy of the book. It's, it's super inexpensive and it's, it outlines my 28 day. I call this phase one. Okay. All right. This is the hard reset. This is training wheels. Okay. And then phase two now, like that, then we go into like, how do you make this a part of your life? How do you use the framework and then actually amplify your own life with it? And so if you want to get involved, like the easiest way to do it is or two things. I'll give you two options. Number one, shoot me an email right now. Just Nate okay. at my website, Nate at NA training systems.com. And if you want to, shoot me that email and I'll send you out my shake guide too because I know we talked about that earlier. Awesome. Yep. Nate at systems.com will get you there. And then, or if you want to join uh, one of my, like my fitness community on Facebook, which I personally think is one of the best fitness communities out there. It's just uplifting. Everyone's awesome in there. Great, great content. And we put out like, we put out new content podcasts every week. Um, go to n8trainingsystems.com slash group. Okay. And you can decide, like, you don't have to, just, you don't have to say right now. Like, you can decide, check it out, see if that, see if you're a good fit to work together. I'm kind of an asshole sometimes, you know. I swear a lot. I have a man bun, like, so if you don't <laughs> like that, yeah, it might not be the right fit for you. But most of the time, it's a four month program. Where we're helping people lose about thirty pounds in those four months. You know what, Nate? Don't worry about the man bun because underneath this cap, you know, is why I'm wearing because I do have long hair myself and, and, and be man bunning. So. Ain't nothing wrong with the man bun, bro. What a, All right? So, like, so you guys tell me real quick. So, someone said this is a. Someone told me that this haircut is like a. They said it was a fullet, and then someone else said no, it's not a fullet, it's a man bullet. I want to. I want you to. I want us to know what you think. What is? What would you call this? That's a fullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a fullet. <laughs> uh, hysterical, hysterical. Yeah. It's true, folks. Please, yo, Nate, you've been an <laughs> in, incredible guest. You're, you're energetic. I mean, you're, you're talking about your systems. You drop massive amount of knowledge that I hope, you know, hey, guys, you know, you want this scientist. You like Reed Richards and stuff. I mean, now we got Nate over here, another scientist to add to our comic book roster that could help us also get into a, a better form of thinking and, and getting healthy. It's very important. Dude, you're doing God's work here, but I love it. Thanks, bro. I really appreciate that. And awesome like, honestly, job. it's it's all about just like exactly what you said about Lance. Like, 
Lance is doing big things and you're bringing him up and you're, and you're shouting that praises and you're like, and you're elevating him. Like that's what we're all about, right? Helping everyone else around us. I want Absolutely. them to be fitter. I want them to make more money. I want to, I want to elevate everyone in that community. So thank you guys so much for having me on. I hope this has been beneficial or you got like, you just took one nugget from today. If you're listening to this, but man, so fun to chat with you, Al, Lance. Thank you. You guys are awesome. No, so you've been amazing, bro. I you're love amazing. the energy, man. Yeah. You bring it, bro. I love it. But yeah, it's been great tips for real. Um, hopefully everybody, you know, definitely just visit the site, you know, follow him. And take advantage of that detox, too, if you didn't remember it. Obviously, you could put it on Rewind, but you could get it over here as well. All right? I don't know about that vinegar part, but now, actually, I'm, I'm kind of upset with my wife. She's making me take shots, talking about you got to take it all, not telling me I could mix it. <laughs> She's tricking me, folks. Evil. Evil. <laughs> anyway, I'm Al Mega with the amazing Lance Lucero. You know, Thank please you. follow us and check out our stuff over at ComicPosatus.com. Please visit my extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also visit the Google Play Store and download the Comic Crusaders app where you can actually watch this podcast right now. That's right, kiddo. We're all on tech right now. You know how we do. All right? Nate, you've been amazing. Thank you again. And people, to la próxima. Wait, much. Oh, almost did the wrong one. Much love, mi gente. Wepa. <laughs>